Today's episode is all about developing a personal growth strategy, but adopting a super simple habit to make it happen. So the simple daily habit of reading five pages a day intentionally from a book in your targeted area of growth is a great place to start. So let me break down for you what is a personal growth strategy, what are these key areas of growth, and how do you identify and find a book in that area of growth to totally up-level just one area of your life and your business at a time. So dive right into this episode. You are going to love it. More and more moms are launching online businesses on top of already full lives, and I, for one, am here for it. The pros of having additional impact, income, purpose, and growth are amazing. But you have to be careful or your days can just become a blurred mess of multitasking, momming, too much screen time, and late nights. I am on a mission to help moms buy back their time, energy, and sanity while growing an online business. Let's get clear on your priorities, develop the habit stacks, life hacks, and routines to rock it and learn to communicate, automate, and delegate so that you can create your dream business without sacrificing your family health or lifestyle. This is Chelsea Fournier, your routine queen. Let's make it happen. So today we are going to talk about this concept of a personal growth strategy and I want you to picture this scenario. I was in the audience, this is backing up, gosh, maybe three or four years prior to when I'm shooting this episode, and I can picture it. I was in the audience looking up at the keynote speaker at a conference I was attending. So it's dark, you're kind of like elbow to elbow with other people who are there voraciously learning. I'm a note taker, so I had my journal out. You know, you're kind of like trying to pen, scratch notes in, in the, even in the dark, and you're like, oh, am I going to be able to remember this or know what I was saying later on? And so John Maxwell was asking these questions to thousands of us sitting in the dark room. And one question he asked, if you've never seen him, well, let me back up for a second. If you've ever seen him, you know that he kicks off keynote speak, uh, speeches talking about, you know, hello, my name is John and I'm your friend. And he kind of like positions himself as being your friend and kind of being that tough love friend who's going to ask you the questions that somebody should be asking you, okay, to be like, okay. This is the tough question you need to grapple with to up-level, but I'm your friend, remember that, kind of this like little posture that he has, right? And so he asked a question, and I wrote it down, and I realized I didn't have a clear answer. So his question was, do you have a personal growth strategy? And so I wrote that question down, and I was like, well, I think so, yeah, probably, I'm not sure. You know, I want to grow personally. I feel like I'm very open to change and to growth, like is that what he meant? And then as he really started diving more and more into what he meant by that, I realized, wow, even though I listen to podcasts, I you know try to read intentionally, like I didn't have a personal growth strategy, like what area of my life or my skill set or my personality that I was really trying to hone. And so it got me thinking that you know over the years since that conference. I have really, for myself anyway, gotten clear on the four key areas of growth that I like to intentionally work on and maybe even rotate. And now as a mom who's also growing an online business, as you know I am, and making sure I have a plan for growth in one of them at all times. And maybe sometimes dabbling into, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm only working on this key area of growth. It's not like a concrete black and white thing for me. 
But I can now confidently say if someone were to ask me that, do you have a personal growth plan or a personal growth strategy? I could now clearly say, yeah, yeah, I actually do. And here's how I'm implementing it. So if you aren't a clear yes to having a personal growth strategy right now, um, I'm going to talk about how I break it down because you know me, I'm the systems person. If I were just to say, hey, go make a personal growth strategy, most moms who are running an online business, maybe you are like, okay, that's a great idea. I should do that. Like, am I supposed to order a book? What should I do? And so what I am going to walk you through is the key areas of growth that I've identified. Let's see if any of them make, make sense for you. Maybe all of them do. And then I've done you a solid and I've actually identified three different books in each of the four growth care categories or areas. And so should you decide that you want to start by having a simple habit of reading five pages a day in one of these areas, I'm actually going to talk through a couple of the books that I categorized into that growth area and see if, see if any of them jump out at you. Now, some of them I think you might actually find um, are new to you and some maybe you've heard someone, one, two, three, four people recommend it and I might be the fifth and it might be the reason that you then go jump into it. So let's first talk about the growth areas that I just feel every conversation I have with a mom who's running a business, it's one or multiple of these that just feel like the hang up and like intuitively the conversation is like, yes, this is the area I need to work on, but then for me to maybe ask, well, do you have a strategy of how you're working on that? Oh, no, I should, right? It's always, oh, I should. So growth area number one, is limiting distractions and ramping up focus. So if you have a hard time focusing, making decisions in your life or business, or feel overwhelmed by just too much stuff, too many options, too many distractions in your life, this is a key growth area that I would recommend starting with. So I'm gonna go through all four of the areas and then kind of dive into some of the book topics. So growth area number one, write down number one, if you're taking notes or just like hold up your finger, if you feel like limiting distractions and ramping up focus, like really having a plan how to tackle that and improve if that would feel like a huge up level for you, okay? Now growth area number two is developing winning habits and routines. So obviously this is a passion of mine and a lot of the um, habit stacking and kind of system designing that I implement and share in my social media content here on the podcast really stems from my fascination with the ability to really make huge differences in your life and how your entire life flows, not just your business, by developing winning habits and routines. So I believe that our future success is tied to our current habits and how those stack up to routines that we can really lean into and trust. So if you struggle with this, this can be a vicious cycle. I've been there. In fact, I really dove back into habit stacking and thinking about different touch points throughout my day. And I'm going to talk more about that as we dive into future episodes in this podcast. But just thinking about different touch points in my day where why don't I have a simple routine right now? Like I wish I knew what to do right now. This happens every day. I should have a little stack of routines and habits. And so if that's something, if you're constantly saying, I'm just not being effective, I don't know what to do, or you sit down to work, or you say you should have a morning routine and you just don't, right? Then developing winning in habits and routines is gonna be, the growth area number two is gonna be big for you. Growth area number three is time management. So most busy mompreneurs have a love-hate relationship with this term, I know I do. I have been diving deep lately into very different approaches and methods of time management and I'm finding my own groove and it is my 
own groove, taking multiple different thought leaders, their suggestions on time management or how you can't manage time. Like everybody's got their, their thoughts on this, right? But whether you need to be more disciplined with your time, set better boundaries, or even add more flow and joy into your day, it may be that you feel overscheduled, right? Reviewing how you're managing, organizing, planning, and using your time is a major growth area that you can have a plan around. Now, growth area number four is finally doing what you said you would do. That showing up for yourself, being an employer in the evening to like set out a plan and then showing up as an employee in the morning, even though you're the same darn person, right? Like really giving yourself assignments and following through that implementation It's where the rubber meets the road for any entrepreneur. And so developing real discipline, overcoming mindset hurdles and limitations, the inner game of juggling it all, it can set you free and and, and really bring you to that next level. So, you know, which growth area, if I were to just ask you straight up right now, I'm going to repeat them in case you're driving or multitasking. You're like, ah, I missed one. So which growth area do you need to focus on? One was limiting distractions and ramping up focus. Two was developing winning habits and routines. Three, time management. And four, doing what you said you would do, right? So I told you that those are four growth areas and that I'm going to give you a little bit of a leg up to have some focus. Now, I'm going to be honest that when I when I saw John Maxwell, it was pre-baby. <laughs> it was pre-mom. And so I, I threw myself into really making like this big routine And I went out and bought a couple of John Maxwell books and I was like just really diving into his verbiage and I had a workbook of his and I loved it. And I really feel like in that season of my life that like hyper focus was really, really helpful for me just to be like, oh, if I don't have a personal growth strategy, let's make one. But can I be honest, becoming a mom has changed my business game. You know, I look back on my time running an online business before I was a mom and my approach was vastly different. It was almost luxurious. Like I would get an obsession, like, you know, figuring out a growth strategy or, you know, I, for me, I'm a night owl. I literally used to run my business from like 7 PM to midnight and then spend the day, like having a luxurious workout and a morning routine and like keeping my vibration really high, feeling good, taking care of life during the day and then working my business at night. And I didn't mind that. I liked it. And so like just so many things have changed. And so now my sweet boy is up around 6 a.m. no matter what. And so if I stayed up late at night setting up a, you know, landing page or working on a YouTube video editing, like he's still going to wake up. (laughs) I'm not going to have a babysitter at 6 a.m. And so I really try to focus on what's going to be the best use of my time. And of course, this gets into that key growth area number four, but just this is just a broad umbrella. Like it's a wild ride running an online business, being a mom, starting to realize that if you had your business before you were a mom, recognizing you're going to have to do it differently. If you have birthed um, a child and now are birthing a business kind of in a similar or you know close season of life, well, you've got a really fun ride ahead of you um, in a good way, right? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk through what I believe you can do. Every single one of us can choose a book on audiobook if that's your jam, or you can go to Amazon and you can buy one book that just feels intentional and isn't going to go to your nightstand graveyard of books that you've ordered that you thought you would get into, but you just haven't. Like, what if you just chose one of these books that I talked about in one of the categories that 
of growth, right? And for goodness sakes, just order one at a time. Like don't stack up that nightstand graveyard. And if you just had a plan to say, I'm going to read five pages every morning. Maybe it's part of your morning routine. Maybe it's part of your evening routine. I don't know. Maybe you are like a night shift nurse and it's going to be that you read five pages while you have lunch because that's when you're like waking up. I don't know. But finding an intentional time to commit intentional consistency in a book you have intentionally chosen in a key growth area you have intentionally decided is an area that you want to grow for your own leadership, your own skills, your own personality, your own you know growth strategy. I think that's enough. I think it's enough to start with, you know, like if you're someone who gets really overwhelmed by having these big plans, then, then this is what I'm going to, I'm going to be like your bossy sister. I'm going to be like, like John Maxwell. I'm going to say, my name is Chelsea. I am your routine queen. I am your friend. (laughs) I'm going to boss you around just a tiny bit to say, which of those categories or growth areas did you intuitively like follow your darn intuition, right? If intuitively you were like, it's time management or I can't focus, like, you know you. So don't wait for me to tell you what I think, you know, what category you need. Like, yeah, you could DM me. We could chat a little bit. Like, we could have a conversation about this. Or you could just actually go to the show notes because I am going to put a link where you can get this book list sent to you. Um, And then choose one and just make a plan about it, right? Like, if you were to really, to its core, that is creating a habit. If you want to create a habit stack, you're going to tie it to something you're already doing. And make it super small. It could be I'm going to read, um, you know, as I pour my coffee, I'm going to turn on Audible to the book that I chose and I'm going to listen to two minutes. That would be like such, you know, hit the button on the coffee machine, hit the button on Audible, listen for two minutes. Are you some days going to listen for more? Yeah, probably. Right. But if you just make these super small incremental habit stacks of something that you're already doing habitually, add something in. Maybe you prefer like me. I prefer to buy a book. I prefer to buy a book and be able to take notes or not, but just to like flip the pages, hold it. I'm just a very tactile person. And so, um, you know, creating for me, I like to read uh, five pages before I get out of bed in the morning. So I am pretty lucky that my husband, I call him Hub Daddy, does do most days like the right when my son wakes up. And so I get a little buffer because he leaves to go out of the house for work and I'm just going to step upstairs into my home office later. And so having a little bit of a buffer to like ground myself, do my reading, do my journaling, do my rise routine. I'll introduce you to that concept later. But anyway, I'm getting a little bit off on a tangent. It's just to like find when can you do this consistently and try to stick to it. So let's talk about some of the books linked um, or coming under the growth area of limiting distractions and ramping up focus. Now, if I could recommend one book in this area, it would be Essentialism by Greg McCowan. And if you don't know how to spell any of that, definitely go to the show notes, download the book list. Um, So if you are finding it, it's actually called My Top 12 Must Read Books for Moms Running an Online Business. And so if for some reason you can't click it in the show notes, you could probably, you could DM me anywhere you know me. (laughs) Book list, I'll know what you mean. Uh, You could probably find it on my website, chelseafornier.com, but it should be down in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. That would be a great place to start. So Essentialism is all about... Finding a focus on better rather than just more. What is essential? This book helps you tackle the very real discipline of pursuing less. And this doesn't mean like, oh my gosh, you got to sell your house and go live in a van by the river. It's about being intentional. If you struggle with juggling too many priorities, too many options, making decisions because you don't trust yourself or saying yes to too many things 
Essentialism walks you through, it's not a workbook, but it walks you through actual processes to think about how, what am I saying yes and what am I saying no to. Uh, another one under that category is called The Power of Less, similar concept by Leo Babauta. And this was actually one of the very first personal development books I bought myself in my journey. I was still a full-time lawyer. I actually remember that I was driving to a lake house. My parents had rented a lake house for the family to go for a week. And so I was at the time listening a lot to Pat Flynn's podcast and also like just deciding I'm going to choose one book about entrepreneurship or living a different life because I was in this place of being a full-time plus employee and wanting more wanting to have the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And so this was like one of the very first books I gifted myself in this category. And uh, it was a, it's just an amazing book. It's about uh, really just thinking about the power of less simplicity. Like he really goes through some specific things you can do, like how to streamline your inbox, how to, like how to, but it's also just the overarching topic of the power of having less distraction. And then also another in this category is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. If you find yourself giving up too soon, comparing yourself to others in your field, just wanting like things to happen faster, sooner, now, this is this is a really good book. And you might not expect it to be under ramping up focus, but it, he really speaks to the journey of being an entrepreneur, the journey of committing to something. And, you know, some of it, so much of it is about removing distractions, going all in laser focus. Now, I do have a funny story about this book. Um, maybe, I'll, yeah, I'm just going to share it here. I still have plenty of time to get through the rest of the books. So I bought a new Toyota Prius and it, well, it was, it was a used Toyota Prius. It was new to me. And at the time when I, I was trading in a Honda CRV. And so in the Honda CRV, it had a six CD, like, you know, shuffler. Is that what it's called? I don't know. But my six CDs of the compound effect were in the Honda CRV. And so when I dropped, like traded it off, and then got into my new car and drove away. I was like, oh no, I left the CDs in the car, in the, um, in the Honda. And so this was a brand new car to me. I had never had a car that beeped. This is how long ago I bought this car. I had never had a car that beeped when you backed up. And so I started backing up and it started beeping. And I freaked out for like just long enough to be like, oh my God, what's happening? And I looked around and I hit, I was going so, so slow. But I, I actually backed into a pole <laughs> at the car dealership. So it's super embarrassing. But I, I still, like, I literally never fixed it. I was too embarrassed to, like, go back and tell them what happened. And I wasn't going to, like, file an insurance claim. So anyway, so I have this little ding on the back of my Prius that I still drive, right? I've had this Prius forever. And um, I went back to the Honda CRV and I got my CDs and I left with my dinged up new to me car that was not dinged up when they sold it to me. So kind of embarrassing. So anyway, those are the three books that I recommend on limiting distractions, ramping up focus, stepping into that entrepreneur mindset of less is more because you've got to go all in on what you're going all in on. Okay. So now that growth area of developing women, winning habits and routines, I would say like, you know, one of the top recommend books right now around habits is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, I actually got this on Audible and then regretted that because it's a book I'm going to go back to so many times. I want to take notes. I want to kind of like note when I'm implementing something. And so this is one that I actually really recommend just going on Amazon. And just so you know, if you do download the, the book list from the show notes, 
I actually have hyperlinked to all of these so you can see the most current edition or the edition that I'm reading. Um, so each of the books, if you get the PDF sent to you in your email, you can click on each of them. It may not be apparent, but each of them is a hyperlink to go to the current edition, best pricing over on Amazon. You're totally welcome to jump in on that. So Atomic Habits, he offers compelling validation and science around the power of habits, giving structure on how to create habit loops, habit stacks, and behaviors to move towards a more positive life and business. He gives really good examples. He's an excellent storyteller. It helps me to kind of like integrate some of the routines that he recommends. Now, he even mentions in that book, BJ Fogg, who um, I don't know if he's like the godfather or coined, you know, the term habit stacking, but his book, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg, is, is the first place I ever heard about habit stacking. So I saw him on a virtual conference that I attended and it was a, like a biohacking kind of health focused conference and he was talking about tiny habits. And he just, I love, he sucked me in because of how simple and joyful he made this topic. He talks about making sure you have a cr positive emotion that you're celebrating these tiny habits because you've got to tap into the chemistry. He talks a lot about like the, you know, the endorphins, the hormones, the chemistry of creating habits and that it's got to be a positive experience. And I don't know, that meant a lot to me just to help remind me because I can get so serious about some of this stuff. So I definitely recommend Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. Now, uh, it actually rhymes, Eat That Frog, <laughs> Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. If you have mastered the art of creative procrastination, um, and maybe you need a kick in the pants just reminding you to focus on your highest impact actions first. It's a very quick read. It's very easy to implement. Even if you apply a fraction of what he suggests, you will see big shifts. So the three books in the growth area around developing winning habits and routines, Atomic Habits by James Clear, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg, and Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Now we do have two more growth areas to go through. So if you have not yet heard the growth area you want to get to, I'm going to rail through them in the next couple minutes to still keep this episode nice and tight and concise. So growth area number three was time management. And I actually, the way I broke this down in the PDF that you can go download is I gave three very different approaches to time management because um, I have read all three of them and I've taken something from each, but I'm going to give a synopsis because for most people who aren't like diving into this and super obsessed with time management and learning all about this to bring it to a podcast for you, right? Like you may not care. You may just be like, oh my gosh, that one sounds like me because these are very different. So two are actually authors from my home state, state of Maine, and they both live um, near the Portland, greater Portland, Maine area, which is really cool. They've been in kind of acquaintances and in my networking circle. So one is the book Do Less by Kate Northrup. And so if you want to be more in tune with your personal creativity, productivity, and rest, especially the needs around rest, especially as they tie into your menstrual cycle and lunar cycle. This is definitely a book for someone who is fascinated with the divine feminine. If you are someone who beats yourself up being like, I just don't want to be on social media this week. I don't know why I can't show up. And then you realize your menstrual cycle starts and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess like, you know, I get kind of I turn a little bit more internally when that happens. Right. Like if you, if you don't want things sideswiping you anymore, it gives really incredible insights for moms getting back into the business routines of business 
And if you're in a new season of life or you just are really attached to how your divine feminine can be a strength in business. Now, also another main author, Britt Bolnick, wrote The Magic of Bending Time in Your Sacred Business. This is a very different approach. It is, if you're big into energy and woo-woo, I'm saying that with love because I am, and you want real ideas and exercises on how to design your schedule and time to maximize your power and feminine energy, I love this. I give a disclaimer that if reading swear words, you know, I actually, I'm someone who swears pretty freely. I've chosen on this podcast to make it a clean podcast so you won't hear that from me so that you can listen to this in front of your kids. But if reading swear words will offend you or hearing about the concept of magic um, would offend you, she definitely ties some of her beliefs and um, her free speech and, you know, language. (laughs) So if that would offend you, skip this one. I just want to give that disclaimer, but I actually read it through once and now I'm, I'm actually going through it a second time right now, diving deeper and actually doing the exercises that she gives. The first time I kind of read, read through it quickly to be like, A, do I want to include it on this list? B, you know, just kind of like soaking in her style and her approach. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, okay, starting it over. So that, that is a lot for me to recommend a book that I'm already reading a second time. And uh, third in that category, very different approach, is No BS Time Management for Entrepreneurs by Dan Kennedy. Now, if you're ready to get brutally honest, brutally honest about how you spend your time, if you want to have like basically an example of someone who tracks their time in like couple minute increments, knows exactly what their time value is, is delegating a ton of stuff out in his business, setting immense boundaries, like If you're ready to get honest about that kind of thing, talk about time vampires in your life, I like this book. However, I do not recommend this if you are in a season of motherhood with a newborn or a toddler. It will stress you the freak out (laughs) because he talks about like controlling your time and you could set up his whole system and then your kiddo is sick or you guys were up all night and you just need to use some of your time for sleep. And, you know, I'm just going to give that disclaimer. But otherwise, it's an amazing book just to paint the picture of what's possible. Okay, growth area number four, helping you do what you said you would do. I'm going to keep this quick. Whew, this book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. If you find yourself in a loop of self-sabotage, not doing what you said you would do, or cycles of chaos after calm, Understanding the concept of the upper limit problem helped me bring completely new language and awareness to times in my life and business when I needed to work on my inner game of allowing more than just efforting and scrambling to take more action. So this is one I reread often. So you're getting the hint that these are all books actually on my bookshelf that I revisit, take notes on, have in different seasons, different focus. Uh, The next book in this category is by Timothy Galway. It's The Inner Game of Tennis. It's not just for athletes. If your inner game, meaning like your inner mental chatter, is one of nervousness or self-doubt or distraction, and that's holding you back. This is not just about tennis, but if you are an athlete, I think it resonates with you even more, but it's really talking about that inner game, that inner mental chatter. Um, Another one, actually not on this book list, but on that same topic, I'm forgetting the author, but... The book is How You Talk to Yourself or something. Oh my gosh, I shouldn't even mention it because I don't have it in front of me. But um, if you know that you struggle with that area of just like that mental chatter, look up how to talk to yourself, How to t- Google book, how to talk to yourself. And I'm sure something will come up that's helpful. <laughs> or message me. I have it on my nightstand. I can take a picture. 
So the actual third book in this growth area is The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard. If you are surrounded by naysayers or if you really struggle with that self-doubt or the idea of motivation or thinking that your motivation needs to come from outside, like you need to hire a coach or you need a better upline or you need like a mentor or you need a business best, like if you're looking externally for motivation, um, but you feel the calling inside of you to just do it, to pursue your dreams, to get that business going, like he offers a battle cry that just helps you dig deep into your internal motivation, that personal commitment that I think is inside of each and every one of us, especially if you're bold enough to be a mama, to be growing an online business, to be grappling with this, to be tuning into this podcast, to be searching out a personal growth strategy, like you're, you're a person who would benefit from that book. So that's what I wanted to cover in today's episode, really just to help you identify that it can be really powerful to be able to have me or someone or John Maxwell ask you that question, do you have a personal growth strategy? And even if you feel like you don't have enough time to sleep or to make a good meal or like, could you carve out time to listen to two minutes a day on an audible or to read five pages of a book? Like if that would feel like an intuitive step to be like, yes, that feels like a personal growth strategy I can tackle. I want to choose it in this growth area. One of these books resonated with me. Go download the book list, have it sent to you so it's in your to-do list, right? Because what I know is you're going to listen to this and you're going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to go get that book. And yeah, that was the growth area, but you may or may not actually go get the book <laughs> unless you're in the car right now, like driving to Barnes & Noble. So I highly recommend like keep this up on your phone if you're listening to it or take a screenshot just to remind you. And as soon as you can, go to the show notes, download um, my top 12 must-read books for moms running an online business. It will send an email to you instantly. You'll get a couple follow-up reminder emails from me just being like, hey, which book did you choose? And giving you some ideas about how to take that, what you're leading, what you are reading and really turn it into a personal growth strategy. So I hope that you got some really good value, even if nothing else, just to know that you can create personal growth intentionally every day in tiny pockets consistently. It doesn't have to be like, a three hour long morning routine, if this was the only thing that you have it stacked right now to say like, maybe you liked my idea. Maybe you make coffee every day. I actually don't drink coffee, so it wouldn't be a good habit stack for me. But something that you already do, maybe it's that you start brushing your teeth and you know you're gonna have a couple minutes of time to yourself and you go and hit play on an audiobook. Maybe it's that while, you know, maybe you're in a season of mothering where your kiddo is taking a nap and maybe it's the second they get down before you go do everything else you should be doing. You go pick up your book and you read five minutes, right? So this does not have to be um, insurmountable. It can be absolutely within the flow of your day. And I really hope that as more and more of these podcast episodes roll out, it's not that you have to listen to them in order, but I am rolling out kind of like high level umbrella topics that are going to help you get in the right mindset into some small habit stacks. And then diving deeper and deeper into some of the things that you can truly use to buy back your time, increase your energy, hopefully feel more sane, um, and have those habit stacks, life hacks, automation, delegation, things that are going to allow you to be living your life while your business is growing. You're going to be still working it and intentionally touching it, but it shouldn't be consuming you 24-7 or soaking up your screen time to the max. So that's my intention always here on the podcast. I am your routine queen. Chelsea Fournier, I'm signing off. Let's make it happen. Have a great rest of your day.
I hope you got a ton out of this conversation today. Now, obviously, the number one thing I'm going to recommend you do after listening to this is to go download my top 12 must-read books for moms running an online business. You can find the link right in the show notes, or honestly, if you can't find it, find me somewhere on social media and DM me book list. I'll know exactly what you mean and get you that link to go download it. And also make sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts. And you know what? This is a brand new podcast out into the online world. So the algorithm loves if you like this, if you comment, leave a five-star review, give it some love because wouldn't you love another routine queen to stumble across this and we can all make it happen together. Have a great day and let's talk soon. Mm